0: I get caught between the two sides of myself being half Asian and half Caucasian. It's what side do I want to show myself to other people? How do I want people to see me?
1: Welcome to the first ever episode of Uncut on the Hill's podcast series, Dig Deep. We're excited to be your hosts. I'm Freeman Brew.
2: And I'm Issa Contreras. And we're both seniors on the men's and women's basketball team here at Denison and we want to introduce you to Uncut. Uncut on the Hill is a student-led and athlete-driven digital journalism platform. Our goal is for student athletes at Denison to have a space to share their stories about mental health, gender, race, injuries, other passions, future career paths, and anything in between.
1: DIG is a diversity and inclusion group on campus. It was formed to allow athletes of all identities to feel welcome. With this podcast, we want to blend the two organizations and dig deep into each respective athlete's story in its truest form. Without further ado, let's dig deep.
2: Today is our first guest, Maya Tumiwa.
1: Maya talked to us before her senior year started and following the interview Maya had a very successful senior year and received all NCAC honors and as captain led her team to second place in the NCAC championship.
2: Maya has a wonderful story where she talks about being an international student and the challenges she has faced with it. I don't want to tell her story for her so without further ado let's dig in. Welcome Maya can you tell us about yourself maybe start off with where you are from and just explain your journey here to Denison.
0: I was born in Washington, D.C. My mom is Canadian-American and my dad is Indonesian. And when I was one, we moved to the Philippines for my parents' jobs. And I went to the International School of Manila um, until we moved back to the D.C. area to Alexandria, Virginia, where I started sixth grade at St. Stephen's and St. Agnes School. And I stayed there until I graduated, but after 10th grade, my mom, dad, and brother moved back to the Philippines, and I decided that I wanted to stay because I had dreams of going to college to play ice hockey, because I was on a travel team at the time. And my friend told me that she had an extra bedroom, and her parents were very willing to let me stay with them. So I lived with them for the last two years of high school um, and continued playing ice hockey until I realized that it wasn't the sport that I loved. And so senior year, my best friend, AC Veith told me to try out for field hockey and she taught me how to play. So I ended up playing field hockey my senior year of high school. And during the college process, I was looking at all these big schools. My dream was to go to University of British Columbia up in Canada. But uh, during the application process, I applied to Denison kind of as a joke because my parents had both gone to the College of Worcester and so I knew of the small schools in Ohio. But then when it came down to the decision-making, I realized that I really enjoyed my small school experience. I ended up deciding to go to Denison, and I reached out to the coach, P.J. Soteriatis, and she was very willing to let me come try out, and so I tried out my freshman year, and I walked onto the team and love playing field hockey, and I'm so glad that I get to continue playing that sport. So that's a bit about my background. Um,
1: We wanted to just start off and and get it it going right away, what are some rules to live by or rules that you live by?
0: Um, I think a rule that I live by is trying to keep an open mind and trying to see both sides of every story. As someone who has parents from two different countries and grew up in a third country, I feel like there are a lot of stories that you can't look at through one lens or one perspective.
1: So I guess listening and keeping an open mind in your story, would you be able to talk a little bit about um, being an international student and having parents from two different countries, and especially coming to Denison, how that affected you?
0: Yeah, I don't think that I would technically be considered an international student since I am a U.S. citizen, but I feel like I'm culturally international in the sense that I grew up with a different experience than many of my peers here at Denison, and it's something that's definitely been hard because I've struggled to have people that I could relate to about certain things, Um, or my perception of myself being international is different than how others perceive me as being an American just because of how I talk, how I carry myself, the people I hang out with. It's something that's been hard while I've been at Denison because I get caught between the two sides of myself being half Asian and half Caucasian. It's what side do I want to show myself to other people? How do I want people to see me? So
2: can you just like give an example of that situation where you just feel caught between the lines?
0: Um, there was one time I was sitting with a group of friends slash people in Slater, and I remember having a conversation with um, somebody who started talking about a class that they had, and he said something about Asians, and I turned to him and I was I said, said you know I'm Asian right and he goes well you're not that kind of asian and immediately that was something that stuck with me it was a very short interaction but for him to say i'm not that kind of asian well what kind of asian are you referring to and how am i not what you're referring to because i see myself as asian and then it's this struggle of am i not asian enough am i is my whiteness Blocking that side of me, how others see me. Then,
1: so does that sense of like being confused by somebody like questioning your identity change the relationship between you and some of your Caucasian friends and some of your Asian friends, or does does that affect that at all?
0: Um, I feel like it could affect it, but I don't let it affect it because, as I said. I try to keep an open mind and see both sides to every story. And so I don't let that difference, you know, keep me from being friends with people. Um, I constantly want to hear about others' experiences and their own stories to broaden my own views. And I think an important part of having two sides to myself is that I get to learn about a broader group of people, um, not just those that I surround myself with, but reaching out to others that I feel might have similar experiences and that I can relate to, but then also those that have those differences.
2: I guess this is just a broad question, but like field hockey being a generally white-dominated sport, have you ever like, gone through a trial and time where you're just like, Uh, everyone looks different than me. Why am I here? Well,
0: I feel like being half white, I've been able to experience certain privileges in this world where people perceive me as white and so they don't put me in that category as an Asian. And I don't know, it's kind of this, this blurred line between my Asian self and my white self, but it's like I don't want to feel like I have to distinguish between the two because they both play a role in making up who I am and, like, the experiences that I have. So I don't feel like it's necessarily fair for me to be like, oh, I had this experience because of one side of me, you know?
1: So I guess I know a lot of Denison students, like, when we get here, I wouldn't say conform, but we kind of change a little bit about ourselves. So, like, I know for me, like, I always feel weird going home do you feel, like, such a difference going home in your, like, identity each time?
0: Oh, I feel like my identity has been changing so much since, honestly, since high school. When my when my parents, well, when I first came to the U.S., I realized that my perception of the United States was completely off. It was not at all, like, High School Musical or iCarly, <laughs> and so... I remember people would tease me for the accent that I had, which wasn't a strong accent, but it was something that was slightly different enough for people to make comment and tease. And so I I felt like I had to change the way that I talked, the way that I dressed, the way that I carried myself. And I think when I came to college, I wanted so much so, again, to fit in because as someone who moves you have this feeling that you need to fit into the group otherwise you're going to be an outcast and so when I came to Denison seeing the type of people that were here I felt like I needed to show off one side of me more than the authentic side of me and I was caught between my college self versus the real me and I think as I've gone through college and especially just taking the classes that I've had here, they've helped me see myself in a different way, and that's helped me create the identity that I know that I'm proud of and I want others to see me as. Um, It's definitely something that's constantly changing based on these interactions that I have with others and the experiences that I'm going through in the moment. But for the most part, I think I... I own up to the identity that I bring home with me, and hope that my family embraces the new identity that I come back with through every growing period in my life. like yes, it's hard to come back home after you've had certain experiences and your identity is changing while you're at school, but you just hope that your your family is going to accept the person that you you're becoming and that you've grown into being instead of just saying that you've changed or trying to make you change.
1: Yeah. I feel like that's sort of like the point of college is to get that experience outside of your home and to be able to learn those things. Mm -hmm. I guess when you say like, so coming to America and coming to Denison, like you kind of had to adapt. Do you have any advice for that younger self and how, and how that, and what you would tell your younger self?
0: Hmm. Well, something I constantly remind myself is that everything happens for a reason. When I was in high school, after my sophomore year, my family moved back to the Philippines and I decided to stay because I really wanted to play ice hockey in college. And a few things came out of this experience. I struggled a lot the first year because I was living away from my parents and my brother for the first time in my life, and I really had a hard time believing that the decision that I made was the right decision. It was definitely a hard decision to make, and at that time and in the moment, I thought I was ruining the family because I was being apart from them and that I was having this impact on my brother's life that he would then later resent me for leaving him and then later on after my junior year I decided to quit playing ice hockey something that I had been playing since I was a kid and I, I always loved but I didn't love it anymore and I thought that that and my dad's fears for me of quitting a sport were going to play a huge role in who I was and then I ended up picking up field hockey my senior year of high school and loving the sport so much that I reached out to PJ here at Denison, and she took me in and taught me how to play even better, and I couldn't be happier with the decision I made to come to Denison because it's allowed me to grow into the individual that I am today and has allowed me to foster relationships with people in this small community that um, that have helped me grow
1: so along the way and along that that pretty cool journey would you say that you have anything that you regret or anything that you would have done differently
0: Like I said I think everything happens for a reason and to look back and say what if... I think, would just keep me from growing. So I try not to think about what if I moved back to the Philippines, what if I kept playing ice hockey, how would I be today? Because I think a big part of not only just going through the stages of college but also being an athlete and seeing what these sports we play give us in our lives. Um, I think it's important to just accept what decisions we do make and the impact they have in our lives and how they, they help us, um, instead of looking back and saying what if.
2: I guess my last question is like going back to your family leaving while you stayed here in high school. Now that you're in college and You're doing all these amazing things. Have your parents ever said like, we're just so glad you stay behind? Or I mean what do they think about it now?
0: I think the biggest compliment that I get from my parents is when they say that they're proud of the woman that I've grown up to be. Um my god. Damn guys. Since they left, like, that was a really hard time, like, going through high school without your parents to necessarily keep holding your hands until they let you go off into college. It felt like I had to do that a few years earlier. Um, And so to know that everything that I gave up, those two extra years, oh my God, being with them and um, watching my brother grow were worth it because they're proud of who I've become, and I think that that just means a lot.
1: To lighten it up a little bit, we always like to ask, what does diversity and inclusion mean to you, especially on Denison's campus?
0: I think diversity and inclusion can mean a lot to many different people, and I don't want to give just this definition that encompasses all the differences that we have as individuals especially on our campus and I think more so it's just this mindset again that we need to keep an open mind and we have to listen to each other and hear each other like it's not enough to just say I'm an ally with these groups and these differences it's it's taking the time to hear another person's story and listening to the the challenges that someone has faced or the struggles that they've endured while being an athlete or being a student here at Denison and just lending that hand to say, I'm here to listen and I'm here to help and yeah, keeping an open mind.
1: And then to keep it, keep it light. We like to finish our segment with a few one word answers, a little quick, quick answers. So we started off with what is your go-to pump up song before a game?
0: Well, I don't have a personal favorite, but a definite one on my team is either Before He Cheats. <laughs> um, yeah, Before He Cheats.
1: And then I'll say, what is your go-to pregame meal?
2: Curtis Breakfast.
1: Curtis Breakfast.
2: And I know you're really excited about this one, but who's your favorite athlete, professional? Hillary Knight.
1: And then favorite movie? Or sports movie, either one. We could do both.
0: Oh, a sports movie would be Miracle. Okay. Um, but if I'm being completely honest, it's probably Soul Surfer.
2: <laughs> oh, good one.
1: Thank you, Maya, for joining us today and for sharing your story. Something we can take away from Maya's attitude and mentality is to always keep an open mind and always be true to yourself.
2: A special thanks to our podcast producer and editor, Gigi George. And to our Uncut team, Kate Henshaw, Sonny Fireman, Sophie Tite, Dulcie Hayes, Abigail Hanno, Drew Dawkins, and Will Hunter.
1: Once again, we're your hosts.
2: I'm Issa Contreras.
1: And I'm Freeman Brew. It has been a pleasure. We hope this podcast inspired you. And always remember to dig deep.